I'm Felicia. And I'm Ian. And we are the Paranormal Lovers. Hi guys. Hello Paranormal Dudes and Dudettes. Welcome back to another week of the Paranormal Lovers. This is episode 14. 14. Yay. And today, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're almost at the 15 mark. Nice. 20. Um, today we're going to do something a little different. But first, um, what'd you love about this week, babe? Hmm. Let me think about it. You you go first. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough week. Um, I oh sorry, playing with the mic. Once again, I love the weather. We had some phenomenal weather this week. I got to get out and clean the yard up. Although all the good it did me with the wind that we had yesterday. I kind of that's. I guess I'm gonna say that for it because I kind of like the windstorm. Like that one day when it was like pouring down the rain. Mm. Whenever we woke up, and it was pouring was just sideways. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yesterday that was nice, and then it cleared up. But then it was just windy all day, which I like the wind as much as the next person being an air sign. But all that hard work I did. <laughs> yeah, it kind of ruined it, didn't <laughs> and now it? Now the yard's covered in branches. I'd go again. <laughs> Damn it. Like a bomb went off in our neighborhood. Mm, yeah. It does that. Um, I want to shout out real quick to Dr. Dickie Jo Mullins. I used her video on YouTube for this. Um, and it is in the source notes, as are all of my other sources for the episodes. Um, also, shout out to Little Shop of Chakras on Etsy. Um, I actually bought a fairy cross, which is what we're going to be talking about this week. Nice. Um, from that shop on Etsy and they have really cool stuff and it's for a pretty decent price. So you guys go check that out. If you're looking for any crystals or anything like that. So this week we're going to be talking about fairy crosses. Sweet. Um, fairy crosses are a mineral named starlight. The name comes from the Greek word staros, meaning a stake or implement of capital punishment, which was translated down to mean cross, Hmm. and lithos, which means stone. I was like, they, that, like... wonder if that's where Terraria got shimmer from. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Um, But of course, like, there's more to the staros part with it being a stake or implement of capital punishment. And of course it was translated through the Christian religion. Right. To represent the cross. Yeah. Um, they are made up of a composition of silica, iron and aluminum. Huh? They are made from, or they are formed from great pressure and heat. And they are sometimes confused with, I'm going to say this all wrong. Chiastolite which is a smooth disc shaped stone darker with darker lines that can look like a cross or an X. Hmm. And it is thought that they are formed seven miles underground. Most of them are found right here in the Appalachian mountains. Um, nice. 
they form into small brick shapes, and then due to the pressure from being that far underground, they then twist into 60 or 90 degree angles. Weird. And you remember what it looks like, right? Hang on. Yeah. I got it in my boobs. And that's a really cool piece um, that we got from the Little Shop of Shockers. It has two pieces embedded in the same... Yeah, it's got like two in the... In the, the same, same piece uh, of... Piece of rock. Yeah. Um, they can also be found in Mexico, Switzerland, and Brazil, but the most of them and the best of these come from Virginia and Georgia. Um, it's actually Georgia state mineral, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, one county in particular in Georgia, Fannin County has some of the rarest forms of these stones. There's a museum, gallery, visitor center, not really sure what it is, um, but it's in Blue Ridge, Georgia, where Jim, and I'm sorry, Jim, Corzep has a wonderful collection. Hmm. And that was actually like the first source that I found when I like, you know, typed in fairy crosses into... Found a shop. DuckDuckGo, because I use DuckDuckGo on my tablet. Yeah. It popped up and it was like you can come and see this wonderful collection. Um was that your Sorry, that was my stomach. <laughs> Wowza. I swear y'all, I, I I got donuts, but it is like lunchtime, so <laughs> probably need to go eat some lunch and then go do something. Um so it it'll, it'll pop in and out through <laughs> episodes and stuff. <laughs> Virginia has its very own very stone state park. Where these stones are found in abundance. Hmm. And I think from what I read in one, there's actually like a channel that's like a dried out riverbed or something. Mm-hmm. And when it rains, you can just literally walk through and pick them up off the ground. I wonder what kind of rock this is around the cross. Uh, it it was in the research, but I didn't write it down. Right. Um, it has a name for it, but... And you can, like, chip all of that away from it. Sure. And just have the cross itself without the medium around it. I think that's how I've seen them before in rock shops. Yeah, probably. Um, Virginia has its very own Fairy Stone State Park where these can be found in abundance. You can visit the website link in the show notes, but I will give you some rules to know just in case anybody wants to go check it out. Um... When you go, you you can find, I think, like a park ranger or maybe the park has its own visitor center. Again, I read so much stuff. Not all of it is retained in my ADHD brain. Um, But you can get a, they'll give you a small cup, Mm -hmm. like a little cup, and you can take out as many stones as you can fit in your cup to keep. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, We'll have to go look for for them one day. Yeah, I think I looked up how far away it was, and I don't remember, but it's not like a super long drive. Right. A couple hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, first rule, no tools, no commercial mining. No. Uh, you can't. Can't even a, have a shovel? You can't take a shovel. You can't take a spade. You can't take a garden trowel. Huh. Nothing but your hands, which isn't a bad thing because these stones can match the color of dirt, so you kind of need your hands to be able to feel the stones. Right. To make sure you're not just like, oh, I got a giant clump of mud. Um, plus, two, you want to go after a heavy rain. I don't yeah. know what it is with the rain, but I guess well, the rain it loosens up the dirt. It. 
Well, it pushes the rocks to the surface, huh. I guess. I mean, it's a pretty heavy rock, so I'm not sure how that works. But Right. Um, and also, you want to dig around tree roots because they come up around tree roots for some reason. <laughs> weird. It is weird. And I wonder if like the roots play some part in the way that they form. Or gathered some I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's real weird. But um there's also a collection of these stones at the Cherokee County Museum in Murphy, mm-hmm. which I didn't know, as well as a collection at the Smithsonian in DC. Nice. Now there are four variations to the shapes of the cross or the fairy stones, fairy cross, whatever you want to call it. The Roman cross, which is the most widely known as the Christian cross. Right. St. Andrew's Cross, which is the cross seen on Scotland's flag. Right. Heyo to the Lindsay clan. Um, the rarest shape of these. Oh, wait. There's the brick shape. I don't think I actually wrote that in here, did I? No. Um, there's the brick shape, like the one that's on the back of that. Mm-hmm. It's just a plain brick. But then the rarest shape is what they call the Maltese cross. Now, if you look it up on Google or if you search for it, you're going to find all different variations for it. Right. Um, But the main thing is at least like the most common version of it. It looks like a Roman cross, but the lines at the end are flared. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really pretty. Um, There was one that I saw that looks like, okay, so you know the little like GPS arrow how it's like it's just like the little arrowhead it looks like four of those with the points touching cool in the shape of a cross um i haven't seen any stones that actually look like that so i'm not sure exactly what they look like but that's what i can find just from doing the research right um now considering that we call it a fairy cross even though technically it is a starlight. Um, it is, and it is a uncommon material that is found in only a hand few of pl- full of places. Like you're not going to be able to pick this up anywhere. Right. You know, um, there are legends attached to this stone. And if you're a little witchy like me, there are metaphysical properties that are attached to that stone, which is why I've been toting that bitch in my bra all week. Sure. Um, One theory in the scientific community. Now, this is a theory about where they come from. Right. Um, Is that they're shards from a meteor. Nice. Which I guess is a possibility, you know, if it came during the creation of the Appalachian Mountains. But there's not a whole lot to back up that theory. Yeah. Um. A legend or a theory, if you will, um, of it. And you know how I feel about these stories about indigenous people, especially the Cherokee people. Yeah. Whether it's a true legend or if it's a colonizer story about the Cherokee people. Right. But it is said that as they were forced off their land onto the Trail of Tears, their sorrow was so powerful that as they cried, their tears formed into fairy crosses when they hit the ground. That's sad. (laughs) That is really, really sad. And I put this one in here. It annoys me because I'm I'm working on my annoyance with religion in general. 
but we'll roll with it. Um, I found a few different variations, so it's not terrible. But another legend, also kind of involving the Cherokee people, talks of the little people of the Appalachians. Um, Now, I'm not sure if these little people that are talked about in this story are the little people of the Cherokee Indians, like Mm -hmm. that book that I got, or the Moon-Eyed people, or if the little people and the Moon-Eyed people are the same people. I'm not sure. I I do want to cover both of them. Yeah. Um, But that's something that I'm trying to get more indigenous information on. Or they could be just like little woodland creatures. Yeah. Like, or just, yeah, I don't know. Um, It is said that the little people love to dance and sing in the meadows of the Appalachian Mountains. One day, a traveler comes by and stops to rest and visit. He speaks of a man that came to earth to try and save humanity, but he was beaten and tortured and then hung from a cross to die. Hmm. Jesus. The man was telling them about Jesus. But to the little people, I don't necessarily think they were upset because it was Jesus, but the story of someone experiencing so much pain and sadness, regardless of who it was, was too much for them. Their fun and revelry turned into sadness and mourning, and it was their tears that dropped to the ground and formed these stones. Mm-hmm. And it's said after that that the little people vanished and were never seen from again. Well. Yeah. Also, like, why you gotta why you gotta depress them with Jesus? So most of these stories are like of sadness then, huh? Yeah, pretty much. And the the crosses are the tears of the se- whomever. It's the sorrow. Like the sorrow was just so powerful. Right. That their tears transformed into something else. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of sad when you towed it around for a while, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, now in Switzerland, they call these <sighs> Baselier Taufstein which translates to baptismal stone as they used him in baptisms. Hmm. Well, that's all I saw about that. I was like, well, how? And that was like all I saw. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Well. Um, they're thought to bring good luck. They, they throw them at the baby. <laughs> You're baptized. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably like put them on their head and then sprinkle the water on there and all that stuff. Right. Um, they now these stones are thought to bring good luck so much so that three U.S. presidents carried or wore a fairy cross, huh. including Roosevelt, who wore one as a watch charm. Of course he did. Of course like, he did. He traveled all over the U.S. like camping Roosevelt. and all that good stuff. Uh, there's also a claim that Richard the Lionheart carried the stone into battle. To help treat malaria as well as heal wounded soldiers during the Crusades. Nice. I, there's no actual source for that, but, you know, interesting story nonetheless. I mean, I could see one of the Crusaders carrying a fairy cross. Which, like, come on now. You are crusading people because you want them to believe in Jesus, right? Right. But you're carrying a stone with metaphysical properties in the battle because you believe it has <laughs> magic attached to it. Make it make sense. <laughs> um, 
The fairy cross is tied to our root chakra. This chakra is the first chakra, and it is tied to us being grounded. Um, It is also tied to your crown chakra, which is connected to universal knowledge and spiritualism, and it acts as a gateway to unlocking your consciousness. Hmm. And I really got to do spell check next time I do these notes, because I got little squiggly lines all over the place. Was was there any, um, like... Indian or Asian influ- uh, places that you could find these? Or did they all come from like the West? It's Mexico, Brazil, and Switzerland. Huh. I think are the other places that you can find them. Like it's extremely, extremely rare to find these. It just made me wonder about, you know, the what Asian people or Eastern uh, people thought of, you know, the fairy cross. I don't know. It's interesting. I definitely. I know you said like the chakra thing, but that's yeah. uh, it's kind of like in between, you know. Yeah, I need to do. I may actually do an episode on the chakras because I'd be interested to find out. Like I've heard so much about it, and I kind of work with my own chakras trying to unblock them because damn, they blocked up. <laughs> but I don't really know a lot of the history of chakras and the work that goes into working with your chakras and stuff like where it came from right? and all that. And of course, you know, most people, when they hear it, they probably think of like Indian, you know, Hindu or something like that, but I don't know where it comes from. So right. that's something that I'll need to research more. Um, yeah, I don't know either. It's interesting though. Interests yeah. me. Uh, with this stone being forced out of the ground, it is thought to carry a nurturing energy from Mother Earth. It can help you find grounding, um, take time to pause and rationally assess the situation. And now, again, medicine before the, or mundane before magic. Um, if you have a mental illness, if you have an addiction, please contact a doctor yeah. Do not assume that carrying around a rock in your pocket is going to help you because if you don't do the work, then that rock's just a rock. Yeah. It works if you work it, but if you don't work it, it ain't going to work. Yeah. Um, it is alleged that it can help people with mental illness find a little balance as well as help people who have addiction. You would use it in a meditative practice. Um, and I actually did this the other day and you want to talk about crying? Oh. <gasps> It was rough, but it was good. Brought out the sorrow, huh? It just helps you like slow down and focus on the true cause of a problem. Right. You know, because a lot of times, like especially with me and you, we'll get in arguments and we always nitpick on the little itty bitty things instead of focusing on the root problem. Sure. And so that way, if you can focus on the root of the problem, you can find a solution for what's actually wrong instead of worrying about the small stuff that doesn't really matter. Right. Um, and they claim that this stone, you do not pick this stone. The stone picks you. Hmm. So, woo! That is the fairy cross. It's pretty cool. Little, uh, I mean, we're not like a archaeology podcast or a geology podcast or anything like that, but... You know, it's I mean, something... I like stones. It's something a little out of the normal. My dad used to go pick up garnets, which are kind of close to the, this because it's the same sort of shape. 
Like a garnet has those same like flat sides on it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like octagonal. Yeah. Now that is one that we have had experience painting in rivers and stuff, and you'll have like garnets and Carolina rubies just in just in the sand. Oh yeah. They're just in the sand, and you're just it's like. like sand and then peppered with like little small rubies and garnets there was that one time we went hiking at the lake in Asheville and you pan that one creek and it was just just full it was white and red yeah it was white and red because it was just full (laughs) of Carolina rubies and we were like it looked like pink sand because there was so many rubies in it yeah but small ones like very very tiny like the head of a sand sized Like, you couldn't tell the difference between the sand and the rubies, Mm. besides the color of it, like... Yeah. It is pretty cool. We have a lot of um, really cool minerals and crystals and stuff up here in these here mountains. Yeah, you can get some cool rocks if you pan. Of course we have. There's a few, you know, if anybody wants to come up to the mountains of Western North Carolina, there's, you know, a few gold mines and little panning places that you can go to. Yeah, there's a bunch of mines here. Yep. Say, Charlotte was the original place where they found gold for the first time. So, somewhere around Charlotte. Yeah, I think it was a guy, didn't he have like a 17-pound nugget? And he was using it as like a doorstop. Something like that. he just thought it was like a rock. Yep. <laughs> Like, what I wouldn't give for a seventeen-pound rock of gold. Can you imagine how much age. that'll be a war- that'd be worth? A lot. A Could lot. Buy like three or four houses with it. Like, I really don't know what the price of gold is right now. If you go by watching Gold Rush, it's always fucking high. It is. It's pretty high. All right, guys. Well, that was episode 14, Fairy Crosses for you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, go check out Miss Little Shop of Chakras on Etsy. And If you got some cool rocks, send us some pictures. Yeah, send us some pictures. Send us some rocks. If you want to send me a rock, I have a lot of rocks. Yeah, she collects rocks. If you want to send me a rock, send me a rock. She does. I do. <laughs> My kid does. Oh man, Patty's we like got collecting rocks. so many rocks. Like we just pick up rocks all the time. Like we'll be walking and this is how I come home with several rocks in my pocket. Because we'll be walking with our kids somewhere that's like gravel and she'll go, oh, pretty rock cake, mama. She had a Subaru uh, <laughs> with the car before the current one that she drives and it was absolutely full of rocks. It was so full of rocks. There was rocks on the dashboard, rocks in the console, rocks in the doors. There were rocks all over that car. I'm pretty sure John got some rocks when he got Oh yeah, he did. He left them in there too. I'm sure he did. Yeah, for sure. Um, You guys can follow us on Instagram at theparanormallovers. Send us an email at theparanormallovers at yahoo.com. Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on YouTube. Or if you know someone that prefers YouTube over podcast, I get that. I think Ian's kind of like that a little bit. I am. Um, (laughs) Head on over to YouTube. Search for at theparanormallovers. You can follow us on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Uh, $3 a month will get you... Q&A's fan requests and early access to the shows. This one will be released on Sunday night. So plus once we get some people on there, I'm going to be doing some uh some cool giveaways and 
sending yeah. sending out some stuff to some people. Yeah, if, we're kind of thinking about we get um, some. if anybody wants to sign up on Patreon, we might send you a personalized handmade sticker by our very own Ian, quote unquote, Bill Lindsay. <laughs> I'm working on some uh, some more art for for the paranormal more pet blah paranormal lovers too so yeah he's working on that you guys keep an eye out i'm gonna be posting it up we're talking about getting some merch going but we gotta figure out the practicalities of all that um was that it yeah i think that's it four things right i don't know why it seems like it's so much but (laughs) narrow spicy over here i can't remember shit half the time All right, guys, we appreciate you guys being with us today, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.